This is episode number 21 with Danny Gardner. Welcome to episode number 21 of She Runs the Show. I am so thrilled to talk to you in today's episode. So before I tell you a little bit about Danny Gardner, who is on the show today, I want to just remind everybody, because if you're following me on social media, of course, you know all about this. I'm launching a new online training program called Lose Your Fear, Build Your Business. If fear is the thing that is holding your business back, if fear is the thing that is keeping you stuck from taking bolder moves in business, bigger risks, like going for more revenue and more reach and serving the world on a higher level, if you know that you could be playing this entrepreneurial game at a much higher level if fear wasn't always chiming in your ear and telling you that you're not worth it, that you don't deserve, that there are, you know, you're a dime a dozen, there are 10 other people who are doing what you're doing out in the world. If any of that inner critic nonsense is going on, guess what? You need to be in lose your fear, build your business sign up today. And you can actually attend a free live training with me. So if you go to lose your fear, build your business.com, you can actually sign up to join me on a live free online workshop. And you can just learn the seven steps to turn your fear into massive daily action. Again, if fear is the thing that's holding you back and having coached thousands of people at this point, I can tell you that typically it's always fear. It's always fear that's holding people back. If you know that fear is is the thing that really is keeping you from playing and being at a different level, then you've got to lose the fear first. So go to lose your fear, buildyourbusiness.com. Join me for the free online business workshop. Join me in the course. It's an amazing five-week fear transforming experience. You don't want to miss this. So lose your fear, buildyourbusiness.com. All right. Today's episode. One of the things I love about having my own show in terms of a podcast is I love talking about the things that I'm not really hearing other podcasts or other shows on YouTube that are focused on entrepreneurs talk about. And today's guest is exactly what I want to talk about. And I'm sure once you hear what Danny does, you will certainly understand why she's somebody as a woman entrepreneur, you've got to know. So Danny Gardner, today's episode, she helps women specifically connect with their calling. And she does that through this one-on-one mentoring program that in 90 days helps you get clear on your calling. And what she does is she does that by pulling your Akashic records. Now, if you know anything about past lives, if you know anything about reincarnation, if you have even an inkling of a belief that you've been here before and you're going to be here again, that we're here lifetime after lifetime. Listen, I am a full believer in reincarnation. I believe we've been here before. I believe we will be here again. I believe that souls travel in packs and that we make soul agreements pre-birth that we then come into the human form to work out you know, to fulfill. I also believe that parents don't choose their children. Children choose their parents. Those souls choose the two people who they're going to come into this life and learn the lessons that they need to learn from. And so if you're a believer on any level in the possibility 
that we could have lived different lives and we could have lived them with the people who are in our lives today, but in different relationships before, and that we're here again together to really grow and learn and fulfill some of our soul contracts. You are not going to want to miss this episode. You know, there might be a couple of you are saying, well, how in the heck, even if I believe incarnation, like how does incarnation connect to my business? Oh, wait till you hear this interview today. I'm just saying like, it's everything. It's everything. And it's not about, listen, I'm just going to give you a little preview here. It's not about you having to go do the work of figuring out who you were every single time in your past lives. A, you probably have too many of them to just sit and spend, you know, years on a couch figuring all of that out. B, Danny's mentoring program really dives into your Akashic record and your soul lessons. Because at the end of the day, you don't need to know all the lives you live back there. You're here this time to get those soul lessons that you're here to get, and they are deeply connected to your business. So I want you to listen up today because Danny puts it in so many powerful ways as it connects to our soul's purpose and why our Akashic records are so important to our business. She is amazing. And I am so excited to share her work with you because as, as I've said to, to Danny many times, I'm, I don't know anybody who does the work she does specifically with women and absolutely within the realm of women entrepreneurs. So listen to today's episode, join her for her mentoring program, but you're going to get so much out of today. I, I'm just so excited that she came on the show and shared all of the wisdom that she did. So without further ado, I have said enough. <laughs> Let's get down to business. And I want to introduce you to Danny Gardner at dannygardner.com. Let's go. Hello, everyone. We are here at another episode of She Wins the Show. And I have got a wonderful guest today. Danny Gardner is going to talk to us about her 90-day one-on-one mentoring program called Soul Realignment. I'm so excited to introduce her to all of you. I actually worked with Danny for a moment, and I will be doing her program. And I have to tell you, I have never seen anyone do the work that she does specifically to help you get clear on your calling. So, Danny, thank you for joining me today, and she runs the show. Thank you, Cassandra, and thanks for inviting me. It's great to be here. Yeah, I, I definitely know that everything is divinely ordered because I came across your work, and I believe it was on LinkedIn, at the moment that I needed it. And so I yeah. I have to share your work with the world because I've never seen anyone do the kind of work that you're doing. You know, l- let's just talk about for a second. Tell everyone kind of the work that you do to help, I, I would say, especially women entrepreneurs, especially women, get clear on their calling. Yes. So... Yeah, through my journey, um, I've, I, I've been working with it through a few different things that are to, to do with mind, body, spirit, um, you know, working with people in that way. And I came across the Akashic Records, um, you know, 80 months or so ago. And when I first heard about these Akashic Records, like I didn't know what they were, but I was really kind of excited. I was like, and I think this is what this is what I find with other people. It's like you don't know what they are, but there's some sort of remembrance. It's like, whoa, tell me about that. Yes. And you know, essentially the Akashic Records is where your soul record is. It's just 
yeah, it's just the history of your soul and um, all of the intentions and decisions and, and everything that's really gone on for you. And what I've learned is that there is a way to access each person's record. And what's important is that you access it with um, a specific intention because I see it like a little bit like um, the Akashic Records is like a library. So you, you wouldn't rock into a library and just stand there in the middle and 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 ask a question. Do you know what I mean? That exactly. you would, you would, a librarian might come up and you wouldn't say, can I have a book? You know, she'd want to know, well, what do you, what, what is it that you need to know? What do you, you know? So there's that specificity that is, is needed. So yeah, essentially just to put it in a nutshell and we can go a bit deeper into it, but what I'm finding is that I can go in, help people understand their, their soul level gifts. Um, the things that they actually brought into the earth with them, um, often many of which people are not accessing for different reasons. I also go and have a look at what are the actual blocks that are in their path right now. And I get a really, a real understanding of their journey and their patterns. And then I use that as a coaching tool to help them um, start to shift actually really their behavior, their behaviors and their habits and, and their thinking. And in partnership with that is a really powerful 21 day clearing process. So it, to, to help really shift their vibration and so that new things become available to them. You know, Danny, so often I hear people talk about destiny and karma and fate, right? And, and reincarnation is something that I think more recently it's become accepted. But I remember watching a movie called Dead Again years ago where it kind of had this idea of reincarnating. And sometimes we come into the world, you know, a man this time, a woman next time. You know, our husband was our, you know, friend in war, you know, thousands of years ago. But I find that people get very stuck on the negative side of soul lessons, kind of like, am I getting paid back this time for what I did wrong last time? Yeah. And I love the fact that you talk about we come in with with particular gifts that are written in our Akashic records. We come in with lessons. How do we, I mean, how do we look at this whole idea of reincarnation, not so much from a karma is a payback kind of a thing and whatever you did last time you're getting back this time how can we look at that differently yeah that's such an interesting question and there's i think there's a lot of different opinions but i can tell you what i believe now is i believe that in a thing called pre-birth planning so it's like before you actually come um, back into a physical experience you actually review where you're at um, I mean, when you're not here on Earth, you know, there is nothing, you're, you're part of the, the whole, if you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. the, the way we can really experience ourselves is through the physical experience. And when, when there is nothing that you are not, um, it can be hard to experience different aspects of yourself, if that makes sense. So you might decide, okay, well, in this lifetime, I want to, for whatever reason, um, I want to experience shame. And that might be your overarching lesson for different reasons or the thing that you want to experience. And so you actually, um, with helpers, basically, you start to um, 
really create a bit of a, a plot for your life and you start looking at different um, other souls that you perhaps you've travelled around with and you start essentially casting them in this role for your life, you know, and you ask them to play specific um, parts in that life and some of them are unpleasant and, you know, perhaps these souls are going, no way, I don't want to do that to you, you know, and you go, but listen, this is what I really would love to experience, you know, and, you know, essentially if if everything is just hunky-dory in our life all the time, we don't tend to learn a lot. You know, we don't tend to really experience ourselves. So that's a bit how I look at it now. And I, I one of the things I say, especially because family comes up so much um, with what is actually in people's way, whether that be in business or anything, you know. And I, I say, look, just, just imagine it like this. Even if you don't want to fully believe that just yet, it's very helpful to go, why would I have cast that person in that role? What? You know, if if I was to have planned all this, why would I have done that? Mm. Um, that can be a really Ooh, that's um, powerful. Yes. Oh yeah. my goodness. Wow. Yeah. And you know, probably I find myself, especially if people haven't done the work yet, that's something that I can just sort of give them to take away with, just as a little. Oh, you know, once I'm in their record and I can see a little bit of the patterns, I can I can ask the right questions so that you know I can help them draw the dot join it the dots together. Um, but, you know, yeah, the most important thing is working out what what are the different decisions and choices that they need to make moving forward. That's where that's where the work is. Absolutely. And that's powerful. Mm-hmm. The idea that, you know, because I believe that, you know, children choose their parents, parents don't choose their children. And it's kind of yeah. what you're talking about, this idea of casting certain souls yeah. into your into this experience of you. And so that you can learn certain lessons. And I think it's so important to get that when you are building a business, because rather than seeing as the obstacles as things that are coming against you or things in business that are proving to you that you should not be in business, you now can look at it in a different way. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you do this 90 day process, talk to me about how do you deal with, you know, let's say a woman comes to you. She says, I want to start a business. I, I know that on a soul level, I meant to share this particular gift that I have with the world, but I'm very afraid. And so you're dealing not only with her Akashic record, but you're dealing with her fear. How, how do you handle the fears that might be keeping that woman entrepreneur stuck? Yeah. So. First of all, that, that, that sort of, um, the message behind that fear will be, um, visible to me in her Akashi record. Mm. And so, for example, I can see, um, where, where damage is actually occurring in different chakras, for example, that, you know, can relate to certain emotions. So on one level, seeing what's there and, and actually taking them through the clearing process, that's one way um, that the fear is going to be addressed, all right? Um, and so the, the bit that I haven't answered, uh, spoken about is before they start their own clearing process over a 21-day process, I actually submit a clearing request on their behalf in their Akashic records. And I essentially go, okay, for all of the things that we found here, I'm submitting a clearing request and there's a, a bit of a, a process like a prayer, if you like, that I that I speak. And then I give that person... 
um, a process to follow at home, which is it's like this is their role and this is their responsibility in bringing that clearing work that I've energetically done into their physical experience. Mm -hmm. So that is the first way that that fear is going to be addressed. Then, then there's this element of going, okay, well, you also need, your life is not going to change by default. Exactly. You know, this, this clearing what will be done. And, you know, I was telling you earlier that people feel, tend to feel quite amazing. Like, wow, this is, this has been amazing. <laughs> like it's a this one and done kind of thing. You know, like I'm done, man. you know, and, but and that's just that's so amazing and actually that's such an excellent um it's so good that that happens because it can really give people that that energy and that confidence that they need then to actually change their make different choices make different decisions so you know going back to that fear it's like well you know it it could be Something I find myself saying quite regularly to people is going, okay, there, there always tends to be a thing that they are, are avoiding doing because it's just too uncomfortable. And whatever it is, that tends to be one of their primary lessons in life. So it's like I find myself saying, look, what you've got to understand here is this is you might have some short-term pain for some long-term gain. And usually always this short-term pain is really just about the responses of other people when they actually just say yes to themselves or yes to, you know, something that they have been putting off, you know, because they had certain beliefs or rules or something around that or they don't do a particular thing because subconsciously they think they're not going to be a good wife, mother, sister, daughter, Things like that. That's, that tends to be the really big things. So especially women find it hard to actually sort of say, um, commit to, to doing something for themselves. Exactly. You know, they, they kind of, uh, often they will, um, a 50% commit that's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this as long as no one actually comes and asks me to go over here or go over there or, change this or change that and so I that's that tends to be what I'm working a lot with you know and people the big thing is that people feel especially women that they are going to they're going to be accused of being selfish or they feel selfish if they were to actually follow their heart and their and their soul and their dream and you know I really you know coach them through that process to just and I just say look just just trust me on this. Exactly. Do that uncomfortable thing. You people are probably going to respond badly. <laughs> that is <laughs> okay not your stuff. <laughs> that is not your stuff. Yeah. And on the other side of that, you've what you've got look, to look forward to once the dust settles is long-term gain. Yes. However, if you are too scared to actually do anything different, all you've really got to look forward to is long-term pain. How do you yeah. know? How do you know the difference though between your stuff and somebody else's stuff? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think we see patterns repeat in our lives over and over again, right? Abandonment, yeah. rejection, or um, giving up too soon on things. How do we know that what we're experiencing is something is a soul lesson that? We're supposed to learn because we've, we've done the same pattern before and, and we have the opportunity to break the pattern. Or how do we know that it's somebody else's 
How do we know which is our stuff yeah. and their stuff? Does that make sense? It does. It does. And look, it, it, there can certainly be a fine line, but I just always go back to the view myself that what you're seeing and experiencing out through your own eyes and through your own body is a, a projection of your inner world. So if you take, for example, a scenario where um, you've got um, a wife and her her husband is being really aggressive, swearing at her children, like just just being a bit of a pig or something, yes. you know, and treating, kind of treating everyone badly. That's what it looks like from her perspective. And she's had enough and she's this and she, you know, whatever, and she's going to just move. You know, I'll be sort of looking at, okay, so, you know, I help them come to the sort of view that, so what's really happening through the lens here that, you know, he's treating everyone badly. Okay, that's what we've got. And sure, he may have his own lessons and whatever, whatever, you know, but I'm like, okay, let's bring it back to you for a tick. How might you be treating yourself badly? You know, how, what, why, do you know what I mean? Like, and with the woman that I'm thinking of, I know she is. She she doesn't think she's treating herself badly. She's working really hard. She's working really long hours to get a result. She's working on the weekends. She's she's doing her very best in so many ways, but she's not um she's actually not looking after she's not respecting herself in so many ways because she's just she's living and being like a slave girl. Mm. You know what I mean? But now, if I mean, she, but if she were yeah. to, let's say she were to change that relationship with herself, because I think a lot of women yes. entrepreneurs hear this, right? And they say, oh my goodness, like I'm, I'm over here being superwoman and I'm doing everything at home and I'm going to a full-time job and doing everything at work and then I'm coming home at night and being a slave to my own business at night. If that woman were to hear this and say, I think I need to make a shift in myself as to how I'm treating myself. Is the natural response that the other person will naturally change because she's realigned? Or is it that she just gets clearer about what to do about that other person? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's hard to say, but I just always say that the number one, regardless of what that person, regardless of whether they are or are not going to change, is not to be looked at initially, if you know what I mean. Exactly. It's it's the making the change in your own life, and and who knows? Um, I mean, personally, I have found that when you shift your vibration and your energy by doing something different, then the energy does change around you. Now, that may mean that all of a sudden it does seem that person has changed. Or it may mean that suddenly that person really does have the um, that courage or that strength to actually go. This isn't actually right for me, and you know has has that courage to move on. But whatever it will be, um, it will be it will be for everyone's good in the end. Exactly. Even the person, even even the husband, the children, whatever. Yeah. And so part of what you, so part of what you do is that you help people move through that process because to me for somebody who's been a certain way for so long whether it's working too much in your business or not pursuing your business because of fear there's a lot of 
shifting that has to happen that I think would be hard to do on your own. Yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, when I did first start doing this work, it was it was you know five weeks, um, and you know I was finding that yeah the people got to the end of their 21 day process that's embedded in this, and they were just feeling amazing and things like that. Um, but they were forgetting then about those uncomfortable, <laughs> hard. You know, those things, those things that they needed to change, they actually forgot about them. So, you know, I've, what I've found as I work through with people, because I am just very, I mean, there's, I'm intuitive in, as far as, yes, I can go into that record and I have a process, process for finding information. But when I'm talking with people just one on one through their sessions, I do find that I just have a knowingness of what seems to be going on for them and can help them put the pieces together. And it's interesting. I always remember this one client in the first session, I, there was this, I could see exactly what she needed to do. And I, I, I probably approach it a little bit differently now, actually, because because, you know, I do want people to try and draw their own dots. Um, it's more empowering that way. But, um, you know, I could see what she needed to do. And, like, for six weeks we um, kind of talked about it, then didn't talk about it, then, you know, she'd go away thinking, yeah, she was going to do it, and then it would come back and go, I had to think about that, I'm not really sure, you know. And, you know, this is all whatever, the ego and fear and, and et cetera. And, you know, I remember getting to the seventh week or something and she actually, she did the thing that she needed to do. And I was just, and she said, oh, she said, Danny, I can't believe it. She said, I slept, so, I've been sleeping so much better. I've got so much energy. She had issues with her um, blood pressure. She said, my blood pressure has returned to normal. Wow. You know, she's rattling off all these things. And I was just... I was just sitting here. I just had goosebumps everywhere. I, I was just thinking, did you really do it? Did you really? Oh, my God. <laughs> because it seems such like a small thing. Yeah. But in the biggest scheme of things, it was it was really part of her wider life lesson. And, and it was around saying, basically saying no. Yes. To something. I know? think a lot of women have that, that they need to yeah. learn how to say no. Yeah, and that's another thing I do spend a bit of time on because I kind of coach them with that because it's like it's just that people have not been really ever taught how to decline an offer. Really? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. is a graceful way to do that, um, but people are so afraid of being, not being, again, it comes back to not being a good wife, mother, daughter, sister, brother. Good thing, not being nice, not being nice. Yeah. Um mm. But yeah, once, and, and so I will often role play with people as well. Like I had another girl, um, I was working with and she just couldn't stick to her goals. She knew that when she came for me. She said, I want to know why I can't, I just can't stay focused on my goals. And there was a few other things. But when I, what it turned out is because she was saying yes to everyone else. Like she'd have a plan for the day and then a friend would ring up and say, Oh, let's have a chop and have coffee. And off she'd go. Now, you know, these are just the really small things in life exactly. that are making such a big difference. So I, you know, once, once she started to see bit by bit that this was actually the, one of the biggest things in her way, 
I'm like, okay, let's role play this. <laughs> okay, like we, we talk it through and, you know, I said, you're you, I'm your friend, you've got a plan for the day, you're doing something, I'm your friend. Ring, ring, ring. And, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, hi, how you going? Let's catch, can we catch up for coffee? You know, and she's got to, she's got to respond to me like she would a friend. You know? And then she does that and then she learns how to yeah. how to say no. Now, yeah. you know, in doing this work, you know, here's a question, and I'm not sure if you've ever come across this, but I tend to find that you can always sense somebody's energy, where they are energetically. Even when they walk in the room, people bring their energy with them. Have you ever worked with someone whose energy was um, super negative and and how did you help them? I mean, sometimes people just bring either negative energy because of past experiences or where they are right now. And how did you help them sort of clear that out? Hmm. I'm just trying to think. I the, the first thing that came to mind that, that was actually quite intense and it was a number of years ago. It was when I was doing, um, a, yeah, a type of career guidance, um, and then I ended up going back into employment. But I do remember this lady sitting across from me, and it was a face-to-face thing, and, like, this energy that I was getting for her, I mean, it just felt like laser beam negative energy pointed mm. at me, you know? Yeah. And it was very much like... Well, I'm here, like energetically. I'm here. What are the hell are you gonna do for me? Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. You can feel that energy and, a mile away. Yeah, and you know, like I was not didn't quite have the maturity that I have now. So I did sit through that session and I did my best to help her. I can't remember what I did exactly, um, but in, in that particular instance, I just thought. I went away and I just thought, I just dreaded my next appointment with her, you know, and I thought, I just had to make that choice. I thought, whatever is going on for this lady, she's not ready for me or she wants someone to, to wave a magic wand and, and do something and that, that, no one can do that really. <laughs> Definitely not me. So I actually contacted her and said, um, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm not going to continue working with you. And I think I even gave her 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 initial fee back because I just didn't want yes, <laughs> to deal with yes. that energy. You know, I just wanted to close that off. Um, but as far as um, I haven't really had anyone really negative. I've had people that um, are certainly full uh, have have been a little bit full of their stories. Yes. Um, one one lady I did actually work with, so she was a paying client. I've come across a few people who are just inquiring, and they, you know, they're telling me what they do, and they're very, very full of their stories. And I, I just know I, I'm not ready to work with someone who is all about the yeah, but he said, he said, and then she said, and then I, and then this, and it happened to me. And the yeah, but you know, people, I call them yeah, yeah but people. Yeah, I the people I want to work with, they really come with this kind of energy of. Look, I'm noticing this stuff in my life. I'm noticing these patterns. I'm noticing that I am attracting this kind of thing with men or this kind of thing with money or employers or whatever, whatever. And I want to get to the bottom of it. Yes. I want to know. You know, I want to understand. Is that I can work with? <laughs> so let me ask you that question because there are, you know, this, she runs the show is all about 
helping women have both. So businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. And you just said something that really struck me. If a, if there's a woman entrepreneur who finds that she, you know, business is going well, career goes well, she's very good in that arena, but in relationships, it's like she keeps choosing the same person over and over again, different face, different name, same negative relationship pattern. What does she do with that? Well, <laughs> that's a million dollar question. <laughs> Because <laughs> we have a lot of women entrepreneurs who, who say to me, oh, you know, my business is going great, but I can never find a man. Like, this, I hear the stories is what you're saying, the story. Like, yeah. I can never yeah. find a man who can deal with my level of success. That's one story. Or the yeah. story of um, I seem to always choose somebody and I'm their mother. You know, like, I can't get somebody who's on my level. That's another story. And then the other yeah. story is I'm always too busy to even find a relationship, so I'm always alone. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's so many different variables. Essentially, it's going to be something about, um, you know, a lesson and a blind spot that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something that I just thought of that, that I can see in people's Akashic records. Um, there can be things like um, vows of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember the correct term to the other one, but it, it's this idea that you have to have either or. Or you, if you want love, um, you give up money. Or if you want money, you give up love. Um, that can actually be evident in someone's record. Um, so, you know, that it's like I, I often see it like this. It's, um, you know, someone, especially the one that comes to mind is money. You know, if someone's really struggling with money and they have these really good goals or something like that, and they're, they're going for this, you know, great business or whatever. And in, it's like in their record, all I can see is lack and limitation. And I see it like it's broadcasting. That is the, the, the thing that's being broadcast that no one can see or hear. So everything that they're doing, they're doing with an energy of lack and limitation. But consciously, mentally, they're going... Oh, I want this. I want that. And I guess that can be the whole men and money thing are very closely linked as well. Mm. Um, and they, you know, they both relate to the second chakra as well. Um, because, you know, the second chakra is all about basically sex and money and creation. And that's yeah. all in the hips, right? That's where the hips are. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit lower, just below sort of the belly button. Okay. Area. So, um, yeah, there can be, there can be issues around that as well. And so when someone works with you, do you find that it takes them, you know, through those 12 weekly transformational mentoring and healing sessions, they're able to sort of clear that, understand their patterns and then consciously choose a new way of being? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of, by, you know, by the halfway mark, a lot of the things have been cleared, um, energetically and actually physically through, through the process that they themselves have followed. So then we really shift into, you know, the practicalities of creating something new or different from what they have or creating what they want. Oh, very good. So there, look, there's so, there, there is a lot of, 
I mean, there's a lot of things in the Akashic Records, and I probably only, um, you know, scratch the surface. But in that scratching the surface, there is a lot as well, because I even look at how each person is designed to create. So we are one of the, the one of the big things is. Some of us are designed to do traditional goal setting where it's sort of like you decide on the goal, you decide on a date, on the, you know, it's very measurable, blah, 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 you have a vision board. That actually works well for only like a, a percentage, you know, of, of the population. Um, and there's a lot of us that are using that method to create what we want, but we, it doesn't work for us. And so we're not creating what we want. Mm. So, for example, the, the opposite of that would be, you, yeah, have an idea of what you want, but it actually doesn't need to be really specific because what is more important is your day-to-day relationship with yourself and you experiencing yourself and you experiencing the process. Mm-hmm. And your day-to-day actions will reflect the ultimate outcome. But what you have happen is when you're working in the wrong kind of way, as far as goal setting, you, you're going, I've got to get to that result. I've got to get to that result. Yes, <laughs> you're not yeah. interacting yeah. with your day-to-day self. You're not present. Yeah. Well, then what's happening is in your process, your process is pressured and stressed and busy and all of these things. And so what happens is you will only create more of that because the energy of your actions is the energy of what you create. Mm. Wow. So, you know, for someone like me, I I am more what's called um, process orientated. So I've I've lived all my life thinking I was outcome orientated. And that was sort of the jobs I was in or whatever. But even in my business now, I still get caught up because I see other women around me going, I'm going to have a 6K month and I'm going to this and I'm going to. And I'm thinking I keep it keeps pulling me over to that kind of type of goal setting. But I'm like, I've got to remember all the time that is actually not me. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I think it's me and I want it to be me, but I'm like, no, it's actually, it, there's a whole different creation process for me. Wow. You know. And that so, you discovered yeah. by looking at your Akashic record. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And this is why I find your work so amazing, because I think so often, especially as, as sometimes overachievers, perfectionists, we think that if we just have the right formula and we just work hard enough and long enough, we're going to break through and get to where we want to go. But I think for many women entrepreneurs, if you've done all of that and you've been outcome oriented and you have all the vision boards and things still aren't working, using a process like like yours will really help to break through to that next level without exhausting yourself because you feel like you're not enough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and because yeah. this might be what's missing. Yeah, and a and a big part of what I um the the messages that I keep getting for myself and I and really what what tends to happen the messages that are, are coming in for me tend to be the messages that the people who end up coming to me also need. If you know what I mean, yes. because I and it's all about the law of least effort, mm. doing less and achieving more. Yes. And believing 
that that's actually a way. Which is you know? the hard part, which because yeah. we've been so conditioned to be in a man's world, which is so young and so driven, right? That yeah. receiving and stepping into the yin is harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because it's like, you know, I was writing something, an email or something, and it was, you know, I remember I'm writing, it's like, we're so used to a certain, you know, kind of this, <laughs> very real, results orientated. It's like this saying, if it's got to be, it's up to me. Yes. You know? And we just wind ourselves up into balls of stress. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, a really good book I would recommend if, if that sort of speaks to anyone to just get them started on that process is um, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Ooh, yes. And there's actually a chapter in there that talks about the law of least effort. But what I would say is you can't skip to that chapter. That's right. No, not on that it's, book. You've got to do the other. Look, it's, it's law number four, so it's not too far into it. That's right. right. Um, yeah, but and the thing that always keeps coming to me is it's like a tree doesn't try to grow. It just grows. That's true. Oh, yes. And so that's powerful. The Law of Least Effort. And I love that book by Deepak Chopra. So much of what he says rings true. And I think, but we need the reminders. We need the mentoring. I think that's what your process really provides. Because when you're used to being a certain way and living your life a certain way and driving yourself into exhaustion, it's hard to break out of that without the support of someone else who reminds you that you can do this a different way. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. there's so much information that we keep just getting information, you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah, that's where I've certainly found working with a coach is really great because, you know, they help you pull it in and to have more of a single-minded approach yes. to, to move forward. And not get overwhelmed by the information. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now if someone is listening to this and they're saying, oh, my goodness, I, I need to work with, with Danny. I need to I need to begin this process. How do they reach out to you? Yeah. So um, the first thing that they can do is go to my website and have a look at what I offer. So that is DannyGardner.com. And um, I assume you'll have a link there, Cassandra, yes. that will have all the right spelling. Um, then... If it's all sounding good and it's speaking to their heart, um, the next step is really to they can schedule in a, a meet and greet session with me via Skype. So really the purpose is just for us to get to know each other, see if we would like working together, and it gives me the opportunity to answer any questions that they have. And then, yeah, we, we start working from there. Um, the other thing that I'd like to mention is I've also started an online community and this will really speak to some women. It's basically for women who are looking out to carve out a new life for themselves, whatever that means, but they're also interested in food, wine, travel, spirituality. Um, you know, they like this idea of the four-hour work week or something like that. Yes. They like they like the idea. They love the movie Eat, Pray, Love. Okay, beautiful. Um, they love Frenchy things. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's 
it's actually this is really a, a reflection of everything that I love. Um, and I, I really felt on my heart to, I don't know, sort of make a stand a bit for the woman who does like nice things and food and wine and meat yes. and spirituality. <laughs> Without yeah. having to choose one over the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, I've certainly often got caught up in, in organizations and communities where it just wasn't okay to have both. Yes. You know, um, you had to either give up meat or wine or sex or something. That's right, <laughs> in order to be on the next level of consciousness. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, hey, let's go on this journey of opening up through food, wine, culture, arts, and, and all of that. Um, and through that community, I will be sharing tips and things as well about, you know, what I believe are the keys to finding your purpose and moving forward and, and things like that. So that's a really good way for people to get to know me a bit better if they wanted to do go about it that way. Beautiful. Beautiful. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, um, a sort of different take on usually my final question. Having done this work yourself, because it, you know, looking at the Akashic records, determining soul lessons, what do you feel this, this time around, this incarnation has been your biggest soul lesson? Yes. Oh, I've been working on that. So, <laughs> um, for me, it's about, um, witnessing my own worth. That is that is one of the big things that I everything seems to connect out of that. It's also linked to the law of least effort and this this I, I think I've got a bit of a um, we'll call it a mantle uh, a mission or something on my life to really really embody this thing of um, being able to just show up and be of value. Yes. To not have to show up after you've done loads and loads of preparation and hard work and you've done all the good things to somehow be of worth. No, like a big part of what I'm doing is just I'm just going to show up and my innate worth and value is within me and I just need to share my heart. And, you know, when I started to realize this, I'm like, what, can you just do that? Yes. <laughs> can you can because I was thinking you know embedded in this online community is also some live events and some cocktail parties at Sovitel hotels. Ooh. And when I was starting to get this vision, I'm like, yeah, but what would I do? Like, what would I say? Like, what you know, when we get there, what would I do? Yeah. And then this thing came through. You just you just turn up. You just you just share your heart. And that's where I'm like, oh, really? Yes. Oh, could I? Oh. And then I'm like, actually, I do have a few good stories to tell. Yes. <laughs> and, but yeah, like, yeah, so that would have to be one of my big things. Absolutely. But, yeah, I've certainly made some um, some progress with. Um, but I think, like anything, we're always evolving and there's just always room for more expansion and that's what the soul wants to do. Like we can actually never really say to ourselves, what do I really, really, really want? If we ask ourselves that kind of question, it's not really helpful because our soul's always evolving. We always want to experience ourselves in new ways. So really the best question to ask is, what do I want right now? Ooh, that is a powerful, yes. Yeah. I, and, you, like, know, you know, in the short period, you know, three to six right. months or something like that, you know. That's right. What do I want right now? That mm -hmm. is a powerful question. Because the rest, the rest will be unfold, unfolded. It's like, 
you can't just stand at the bottom of a staircase or whatever. You know, you've got to take the first step and then you'll see the next step. That's right. Mm. That's powerful. Well, Danny, thank you for joining me today and She Runs the Show. This has been amazing. And yeah, I, I, I will definitely so put, quickly. I know it has, I will definitely put all of the information in the show notes and on the website. So anyone who's ready to do this work, which you know when you're ready because you hear it and you know, you can, they can reach out to you. Thank you, Danny, for being here. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Was that not absolutely life transforming? I mean, it is just this episode. Denny asked so many questions that literally I never looked at my soul's journey in that way. My life's journey in that way. It is such powerful work and it can so powerfully impact your business. Take a moment. Go to dannygardner.com. That's D-A-A, excuse me, D-A-N-I-G-A-R-D-N-E-R.com and look at her 90 day program. It is amazing and it is life transforming and she will help you clear your energy, do a realignment, really work with you on that. And of course, she always starts out by doing a meet and greet session that's totally free because obviously you want to make sure that she's for you and she wants to make sure that you're for her. So go to dannygardner.com and check out her 90 day program. She's amazing. I keep telling her like Super Soul Sunday on own is calling her name. So don't miss out on this opportunity. Your soul's calling is there. Your soul lessons are there. You, you don't have to be worried about how many times you've lived and who you did wrong in a past life and whether karma is coming back to bite you in the butt in this life. You simply need to figure out what is my spiritual curriculum? What am I here to learn? And who are my teachers? And how can I be open to understanding why I would choose to learn this way this lifetime? It will change the game, not only of your business, but of your life. So check out dannygardner.com. All right, everybody, I will talk to you next episode.